I wonder what's a S class, yeah. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. Big body when I drive past, yeah. Tune in to Sex, Love, and Plastic, all right? Sex, Love, and Plastic. Y'all already know the fucking vibes. Welcome to Sex, Love, and Plastic. I'm your host, Jazz, better known as JDeNero21. You can follow me on Instagram, and you can follow me on Twitter at DaddyJazz21. And make sure y'all follow the Sex, Love, and Plastic Instagram page at Sex, Love, and Plastic. You heard? Today, you know, I've got two guests in the building. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. What's up, y'all? My name is Shay. You can follow me at Karmic Sight Gal. Um, I'm a creative. I work with a bunch of different creative projects, and I'm also an intuitive healer, so I work in, like, spiritual work, wellness, stuff like that. That's what I need. I need some spiritualness and some wellness. That's a fact. Next up, Stace, let us let them know. All right, <laughs> so I'm Stacy Price, I'm the host and creator of Waste Off Podcast. So you can follow me online at, at Waste Off Podcast. I'm sure you'll put that in the show notes so everybody knows how to spell that. Um, but pretty much, I do a show based on different creatives learning their journey and learning why they do it and how they do it and just sharing their stories. That's what I'm talking about. So. This 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 episode right here, we're not getting real ratchet, all right, y'all? We're taking it to wherever we need to go. Cause sometimes people need to hear positive stuff and they need to know how to heal. Cause a lot of people we out here hurt and you hurting other people. And that shit needs mm-hmm. to stop. So we're going first, we're gonna get into the, the first part of this. And I had told y'all the name of the episode was Rebound Game. And Stacy <laughs> wasn't too sure what I was referring to, because she really thought I was talking about the basketball. But for those of y'all who's not familiar with rebounding, that's basically when you start messing with or dealing with somebody to get over somebody else. You can still be in a relationship with the person you're trying to get over, or you can be recently broke up with the person, or y'all could have been broke up three years ago and you still have a rebound sex. It might work all the same for you. But um, I, we, I really wanted to talk about this because Usually, like I, like I told you before we started filming, a majority of the time, that's the route people go. People get out of something and they immediately get into something else. And it don't even, mm-hmm. it don't even have to be something that's supposed to be for like a long period of time, but it'll be right. like, I just need to go have sex or I just need to go on a date. It'll just be like that urge, like I need to go do this. Why do y'all think that's so? Or any opinions on why you think that happens? Uh, I think people just be feeling a void. I feel like with everything, like with quarantine happened, it really made me realize like how I was filling my life with empty things. And I think that's what people do when they get out of a situation. They like, all right, I had this space in my life now, which I need to fill. So they probably gonna fill it with another person or unhealthy coping mechanism. You know, something that's gonna distract them from their actual feelings they're having to face what they going through. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's really about, you, you have to have that moment when you're truthful with yourself. Because if, if you don't have that moment and you just jump into another relationship, you're going to take those habits that you may not even be aware of and you're going to put that on an entire other person. And I think that's why some of us, we get into different relationships and you'll hear like some people, they've been divorce like 15 times and you're like why well they've never had that moment to find out what the issue is and to work towards repairing it you can still be working on it in your new relationship but i think the power is in the ability to be aware of it 
in New York City, the gay world is so big that it's small. Mm. So it's from what I've seen, and like I said, being out here my whole life, it's like mm. this every time. Mm. Uh, you bro- and you know everything. Everything is on social media now. So right. people are so emotional that they don't know how to hold stuff down. And you you know everybody's business because they post it online. Mm-hmm. So you know when somebody done broke up, you know when right. people are mad at their spouse, you know mm-hmm. all these things. So it just be all I see is arguing with the spouse, break up. Two days later, mm-hmm. whole new person on the post. Oh my boo boo. Oh, a week later, I'm in love. And we move fast in the LGBT community and keep whatever. I can't even say it right now because there's so many flags, exclamation points. It's so many things I can't even add it in right the now. Alphabet I'm going to just say in the, in the family from now on because I ain't got time to try to run down all the letters. Listen, in the family, we move so fast all the time already. So it's like we already don't never really give our chance, ourselves a chance when we just be regular dating. So when you really get out of a serious relationship, that'd be your first thing. Like you said, I don't want to be alone. That'd be what it is. Nobody wants to be mm-hmm. alone. spend so much time with somebody and now you're just like, oh, da, 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 da. But with us, everybody in this party then dated each other. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's, to me, it's like musical chairs. One week you with one person and next week you with the next person. Everybody's just passing each other around. I don't feel like in, in our community and even with, I think mainly with the younger people too. My generation mm-hmm. Generation below me. What's that? Generation mm. seven. We, I don't know what the no, generation are. I'm, I'm, I'm so past all of this. If you was born after '96, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. Um, oh, I was born in '85. So you up there with me and all that? We over this. We in that area, but we we're just really like in the in the space where the younger people. That's always. They see the celebrities doing it, so they want to do it too. That's why I just feel like everybody just mirrors everything. Everything gotta mm-hmm. be, you gotta mess with somebody for a reason, they gotta be giving you something. Everything has a motive now. It's never just like true intentions. So right. now you now you're in a situation where you have to, like I said, you're dealing with people who jump from real relationship relationship because nobody is being shown to take time and know yourself. Process mm-hmm. the things you've learned from that relationship, take it in and take some time for you. People are just Jumping, 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 jumping. And the shit is making it all it's doing is making toxicity branch out. Cause y'all mm. just pumping it off on everybody because y'all not ready. And that goes with the right. well, you're not ready. Right. Yeah. I feel like it creates a cycle of like hurt people hurting people. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like in the community, we kind of got a lot of codependency issues. And mm. I don't anybody ever really deep dive into that like we hop into a relationship we start dating a girl and it's like all right I'm really feeling her I feel like lesbians like honeymooners we just want mm-hmm. that initial spark it feels so good we so in love and then that forces us to rush other spaces in our life like let's move in together let's like have a family and then that don't work out because it probably wasn't supposed to be that in the first place. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. after that, like, I, I, I'm trying to get honeymooned again. I want to feel that spark again. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like a dopamine hit every time. Every time. It's like, I need more. I need more. I need more. And I think also the thing is, we have to have the converse. Like, if, when you know what you want, you know what your principles are in a relationship you then can ask those questions like, 
the girl I'm seeing now, like straight up, she was just like, you want kids? I was like, oh, you're asking me this way too soon. I don't think it's ever too soon to ask for what you want. At least you know that this person sometime down the line is gonna want that thing. You know what I mean? So if you have your principles already set, you'll know. And I'm not saying you need to be this perfect person when you get into a relationship. We're all a work in progress. But you need to have an idea of like what you want. And I think you learn from experience. And that's when you're in a relationship. So I feel like that only happens when you're in a relationship and you're actually trying to learn. Because like you said, right. be in it because they want that spark. So a lot of mm-hmm. be sexually based. A lot of relationships, mm-hmm. people don't barely see each other. So they don't really right. have time to connect. It's, it's, it's just a lot of aspects that I just feel like people don't take into consideration. Mm-hmm. And that's why it just makes it easy for everybody to just jump from, from pillar to post at this point. Right. I do believe that when we meet people, whether it's an intimate relationship or friendship or whatever, we're meeting people in a state of what energy we're putting out. So if you meet somebody and they have some communication issues, there's a chance that you have communication issues too, but it's about the knowledge of self. Like when you realize like, okay, maybe, maybe it is me. Maybe, maybe I could have communicated that better and not going into the situation thinking like the person's out to get you. Like, I don't think that's generally what everybody's intent is, is to get over on somebody. Like literally just people are, have guards up and it may come off that way, but there's, there's layers to this. You got to, some people, they, they switch, like I, like even this discussion, I'm like, yo, people really switch relationships that quick. I, couldn't, I can't believe it, but it's a true thing. It does happen. It does happen, but you have to have that moment to like, give yourself a minute to realize what the heck just happened. What y'all think is too quick though? It depends on the person, really. To me, it, it, it depends on where you're at because m- m- when I was mentioning the rebound game, I said people do it to get over somebody and sometimes to get away from somebody. Because mm. you mm-hmm. know sometimes that's hard too. Some people be in, in into these people so much that they really lose themselves and it really drains yes. them and it is and it, it be a real toxic environment. And I hear mm-hmm. people say all the time, well, you need to get with somebody else so you can see how you need to be treated and maybe you'll leave him alone. So people <laughs> do. And it's, it technically is stepping out. And I feel like mm-hmm. if you want to do that, you might as well just leave. But right. that's, that's, that's for some reason, that's how people move. But as I'm saying, it's never a time where somebody's going to say, all right, well, this shit keeps happening. Like you said, maybe maybe it's something I'm putting off or maybe it's something I'm allowing. Let me take a break and step back and see why the fuck I keep letting these fuck people fuck me over. Or mm-hmm. getting into these situations where two months later I realize we are not compatible or we're not on the same page or we're not in the same space mentally. Like these are things that you find out over time when, you're, when you actually get to speak and know somebody. So yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. what time so in some capacity if you feel like it doesn't work out you may feel like you may have wasted some time but it's better to do that than to just share your whole energy with somebody and put yourself in a situation where you're not really happy and like we said you're just just there and doing shit on the side and dragging other people into it which is basically hurting other people right yeah 
I think it comes down to really getting to know yourself and like giving yourself this space, whether you're in a relationship or not, of how you mm-hmm. choose to love on yourself. So like how it is that you take care of yourself and treat yourself, that's what your relationships is going to like depict, whether it's your familiar relationships, your platonic relationships, somebody that you having sex with. If they see that you don't really give a fuck about yourself, that's how they're going to treat you for real. Yes, what you, you you get what you give off. That's what, mm-hmm. that's, that's what they say. Because it's, it's just, I just really be looking. I just, I've never been like that. I'm very relationship oriented. Uh, since since 16, I've been in four relationships, and each relationship was three years long. Three and a half was the long. Mm-hmm. Putting time in. I don't, I don't, I, I don't got time to be doing all that. Any mini, mini, mo. You come here, right. you gonna go here. I don't got time for that. I let people know straight up. I, I'm a relationship person. Uh, if I really start liking you, da, 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 I'm letting you know, this is my intentions. If you're not trying to go be that, if you're not trying to build towards that, then let me know now because we don't got to fuck with each other. Anymore. Right. Because I'm one of those people, like I said, if I know what I want and somebody don't want that, I can't be in here falling all in love and you sit here with me, Tom, Dick, and Harry because you wasn't thinking the way I was thinking, and I don't know that. And now I'm in love, and it's three months later, and you love somebody else, and it ain't me. Yeah. So it's just a lot. So back to the back to the self love and the healing. You said the spiritual stuff. You mean like with the chakras and all that? Yeah, all that. We need to talk about the chakras. I listen to Janae Aiko; she calms me down. That's <laughs> the only place I know anything about some chakras. Yeah. So I. I feel like it's up to us personally to like create spaces in our own lane so that our community have places to go. So I do like a guided meditation every Monday. It's free. You could just sign up. It's via Zoom. Um, I just generally on my platforms educate people about spirituality and how they can personally have their own relationship with god or the most high whatever they specifically believe in because it's not religious based it's just your own relationship you know mm-hmm. and yeah we go over the chakras and everything like that and basically the chakra system is just these different position points in your body and when all of them are open then you pretty much have this mindset mindset of where you can access and do anything that's what so. makes you open your third eye yeah, your third eye is one of the chakras. So it's the root chakra. This is like the base of who you are. It's tied to your fears, um, just everyday things that you do, who you uh, think that you allow to be. And then there's your sacral chakra, which is like the, con- the connection to your sexual organs. But it's mostly about your creative abilities. Uh, your solar plexus, that one is, is specifically about your confidence, what you believe that you can do. So this one is super important. If you overall had this mindset like the glass half empty, you're going to have a half empty life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I need to get more in tune with that. Yeah, because it's, it's real. Like every day, our reality is created based off of our perception. Absolutely. Whatever you believe is what to be true. So if I believe like oh man, I ain't never gonna make more than this amount of money then, like, that's what you're gonna manifest in your life, for real, so we have to change our way of thinking so that we can, you know, create better our, the life that we deserve to have, pretty much. So, do y'all, because I, I really wanna, 
I really want us to really talk about like the self-love stuff. But do you have any like little exercises or stuff? Because you know, some people be so stressed, they don't know what to do. They be like, I don't know what to do. So I, maybe I need to write it out. Maybe I need to go run. Is there any exercises that you would uh, 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 basically, uh, God damn, I can't even get the words out of my mouth right now. Uh, practice. <laughs> what you said about the writing journaling is real good like creating prompts for yourself just simply asking yourself a question to provoke thought and then every day you could li literally wake up and just write what's on your mind just to get it off your chest and that helps you to like less have less stress because you're not really overthinking about it because you already got it on paper you know this is what it is um just really taking the time to be with yourself and listen to yourself because I feel like that's what we don't do as people it's like your body and your mind be telling you something you dead ass ignore it because like other things make you feel good yeah mm -hmm. I 100% agree on the writing I journal if not every day every other day just to check in with myself and that's the thing it's very important to spend time with you like if you think about it like you're a kid you're growing up and you know in certain parts of your life you have guidance there's always somebody to guide you do this not that do this not that but you got to connect with you and that happens at different stages for different people like for me i think it happened most importantly in my 30s it's like all of a sudden everything in my past is starting to like line up all of a sudden. It's like, oh, now I get it. You know what I mean? But it happens at different times for different people. But the only way you find out whatever it is, is to sit with yourself, meditate. Meditate could be whatever you want it to be. You could sit by yourself. You could smoke if that's what you want to do. You could take a walk. But that's the thing. Like, it's about finding what works for you, you know? I noticed that like I, I'm introverted so I, I already spend a lot of time alone I noticed mm -hmm. that the more time I spend by myself I learn so much more about myself and I learn new things I'm like how the hell could I have not known this about myself it is just like when you really just take the time to just really be in your own and be yeah. yourself like it's just it's, sometimes, it's just to me it's amazing I just I'll be feeling so relieved like I just feel, I feel like I have no care, no stress in the world. Like, it just feels so good when you finally reach that point and just be like, I'm me. Like, I, I, I'm understanding me. I get Heck it. yeah. Like, it just feels, it's fulfilling. It feels very good. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I feel like growth is all about kind of letting go and releasing all these thought processes and behaviors that was instilled in you growing up. Like, none of that mm -hmm. is it's just what we was made to think so we come out of these different households and stuff like that and we got these different mindsets or what we think morals should be or and it kind of keeps us from being our whole self I feel like me personally with my sexuality it was like because of religion I was like scared to really be myself I didn't feel comfortable mm -hmm. being gay and pretty much all of my adult life into the last few years I was just like doing what I feel like I was supposed to be doing in other people's eyes like we have to do what makes us happy and let go of all that other stuff that just hold us back if, if you don't mind me asking did it did it bring a divide with your cultural stuff uh yeah i feel like 
for a long time, I didn't even believe in God because I feel like religion taught me how to hate myself. Mm. Yeah, that's this. I hear that. I felt that. That's a heavy one. Yeah, that really is. A lot of people go through that a lot. And I mean, I think to for you to be someone that's telling your story and you're a healer, you're helping other people, that is like an, like an amazing blessing. Like we need more people like you and more shows like this that that share that a lot of people that have gone through that journey are not alone and that there's a way through it, you know? It's not gonna be easy. <laughs> it's a lifelong process, <laughs> but you can do it. But it's about having that, you know, support system and most importantly, valuing that time that you have with yourself. Yeah, I know, I know that gotta be tough because I was I was talking to one of my friends the other day and it was a, it was on kind of on like the church topic, how they recently came out and everybody started acting all funny and, and basically in a church with them and all that. And they were just like, this don't make no sense to me because you're supposed to love everybody. But now y'all picking and choosing to love me and like kind of like out me, like kind of like kicking onto the curb and all that. And it's just like, it, it, should, it should never be like that. Because that's mm -hmm. the kind of thing that, that, that just break people's spirits and just put people in a depression before you even really need to be in one. It makes you feel unloved, so you kind of feel that before you even get a chance to really feel it, and it sucks. It really does, man. This shit is hard. People have, and I don't know why this has been going on for so long, but instead of speaking direct about what the issue is, we go around it. And we build up these little walls, and we and we build up different like situations to be like, okay, well, why did you do this? Like, I think, well, actually, now that I think about it, I think it's when you have a better knowledge of self, you can better communicate what's happening. So if you don't have that knowledge of self, you're going to be like, okay, why'd you put the cup on the counter? You never listen to me. And it becomes this whole thing. It's like, how about you have a standard of living and you feel disrespected? That's, you don't feel like you're being heard. Like, there's a different way to, to communicate what's actually happening. So, so I think that's the issue. We have to be better communicators, but to know that you have a communication issue, you gotta admit you have a communication issue. That's true. And then that's also with learning the person you're with, paying attention to people because you can't deal with everybody in the same way. If you know you're right. somebody that's overly emotional, you have to find a better way to break things down to say them to them. You can't be as blunt or as, as hard as you would with somebody else that you know yeah, talk like that too so it's nothing mm -hmm. like and that's it don't it's not even only that too if you you could be dealing with somebody who's not from the same place as you and they don't understand right that's just how y'all talk because that, that happens with me a lot my communication goes left because people don't understand that's just new york lingo that's just how we talk here that's that's what we do yeah sometimes i don't get it <laughs> i'm like what did you just say to me <laughs> People be getting offended because they take your stuff personally. They make stuff right. about them, about them, and then they create a space to be offended or to have an issue with somebody when whatever vibe that person was given is based off of the stuff they going through in their life. Like mm -hmm. you gotta know what you're going through in your own mind. But the only way for you to know that you gotta sit with yourself and then you have to communicate that to your partner as well. Like 
the other day, what was it? It was like a while ago. My my girlfriend came home and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna cook this dinner. She's gonna be so excited. You know, I was like, I went through all this hard work. And then she comes in, she's like, I'm not hungry. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, you're not hungry. Oh, all of a sudden now you're not hungry. But it was my ego that took a hit because in my mind, I'm preparing this. Like, I'm going through this whole thing in my head. Like, we're gonna do this, we're gonna have this cook, everything, we're gonna strip everything. But then in her head, it's like, look, I'm just not hungry. It's nothing personal. It's like, I'm not hungry. <laughs> but when you know when you're having that ego moment, you don't have arguments anymore. Yeah. Think about it. You don't have an argument because now it's not this back and forth and back and forth. You're just gonna be like, I took a hit. Okay, I got it. We communicated, good, hug, done. Right. All it takes is that small moment to look inside your mind and be like, why am I upset by this? Yes. Not be hungry. Like, why am I <laughs> so tight? Man, that'd be the craziest part. Cause it'll be the it'll be the dumbest thing. And by the time you really realize why the hell you had a whole argument, y'all done wasted three hours. Y'all still ain't mm-hmm. <laughs> <Everybody's> <laughs> still hungry. We still got an attitude because we wasted time. Now we got a new attitude. And now we're hangry anyway. Like it just be all over the place. All I said was I don't eat that. Like that's it. <laughs> allergic. Well, I said, you got a allergic. allergy. <laughs> Imagine you cook shrimp and be like, oh, oh, so you're allergic now, huh? Yeah. You oh, you're allergic to shrimp now. Well, my do you feel about people when they do get into these real over the top arguments and it becomes well if you leave me i'm gonna kill myself whoa i know you've oh. I know y'all heard that don't 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 say it like that because i know y'all heard people say no that. i mean i know of it i just i'm just why do you think that's a lot that to say that that's a lot that's a I, lot well you know there's people that's like use your their emo- your emotions for them to control them or whatever right and I never went as far to say like I'm gonna kill myself or whatever, but I definitely think that in the past I used to manipulate like people I was in a relationship with emotions by saying I will do or not do something. Like I used to be kind of toxic. Okay. I used to like not communicate because I know how I ain't grow up watching people communicate, and all I knew how to do was like do the silent treatment. That was my way. Mm. I'm going to be quiet for the next couple of days and you should know something's wrong with me. Mm. And then it took me getting to a relationship. Like Jazz said, somebody was like, uh, no, I won't do that over here. Mm. That, that hmm. was a too. My, my, uh, unfortunately, my, my worst relationship ever, that was the lesson I got from it. I learned, wow. I learned so much stuff in the midst because, you know, you kind of learn what you don't uh, what you won't accept and what you will accept and yeah allow yes. somebody to do to you so that's why i said that time that you need to take off is very important because you need you really do need a lot of time to process that but my last relationship taught me a lot of lessons that i carry forth today and that's why i am the way i am and i think that's why my new relationship has been so successful and it ain't perfect but it's good enough that we engage that we move so we always we keep uh, progressing, so we're not staying stagnant. So that means a lot to me. I, I get why people 
will pull that card. It's it's like a reaction thing too. It's a def- I don't know if you want to even say a defense mechanism. It's like another level of control so that they could, you know, see what you're going to do. You know what I mean? I have heard of somebody, well, not in a uh, in a, uh, a lesbian relationship, but in um, a hetero relationship where they were with someone that said, well, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. And he left, you know? And it's not because he wanted her to kill herself. It's just like, you you can't, that's, that's not a healthy way to communicate that you're hurt. Yeah. It's, it's just not healthy and it's not like you got to think about it as far as like being progressive you want to have some type of forward momentum in your relationship where you're growing you're breaking down the barriers because we all have walls up we all do you know and they don't always look like what you think it looks like you know what i mean so you got to take the time to like understand it but absolutely i agree with you jazz as far as like with the relationships like you learn through experience. I think I saw a quote somewhere where it said like, you know, life is, or when you go to school, you prepare, you study, and then you take a test or you prepare or you understand the lesson and then you take the test. But life works the other way around sometimes. You get the test first and then you learn the lesson. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the really shit I heard the whole day because that's a super fact. That yeah. is- fact sometimes you just got to know how to handle the situation and then after you end up understanding the situation right yeah i learned this fact that you can only give 10 percent of your energy to each person or thing in your life so say at the beginning of the day you got 100 percent of your energy your partner expecting you automatically to do get him 50 all you got left is 50 percent. you ain't even went to work yet you ain't even fed your kids yet you ain't even put no energy towards your passion projects or your spiritual health or nothing. And now you got 10% left at the end of the day. You completely drain and you like, what's wrong with me? I don't have no energy to do nothing. It's because there's too many high expectations of how much you're supposed to be given to all of your relationships when you need to be given mostly to yourself or else mm. you have it. Absolutely. You got to give some to yourself. You can't be giving everybody your time. I mean, I, I used to be like that where, you know, if, if a friend has an issue, I'm that one, I'm there for you. I'm there for you. I'm there for you. And then I realized I was giving it all. I was giving it all, all my energy to people, things, just, and not enough to myself. And that's all I was talking about. Like, you know, getting into my thirties now, like I said, it happens for different people at different times, but now I'm like, oh, okay. And now I make time for me every morning or every day. I must work out. That's that's my personal time. I must meditate or I must, you know, listen to something inspirational. Like that's what I need to, like, you got to find out what you need to fire at all cylinders. Yeah. That's how I think about it. It's like, I want to be this. Okay. What does this personality need to fuel? If something's coming in and it's not working with you, then you got to make a decision. Yeah, gotta let that shit go. Before before we come um before we end off, uh any before I want y'all to give any advice y'all will have for the people who's watching about any steps they could take towards the self-love stuff and just be try try any process any anything they could do to, to start learning how to be at one with themselves. Any advice? My advice is to get connected with your inner child. You know, if you guys are familiar with that language, your inner child is just the 
your younger mindset of you, which a lot of people is still living their adult life in this space of the younger self of the fears that they had growing up, things that they was taught growing up. And you can do that by really just having fun, enjoying things that make you happy, like watching some cartoons from when you was a kid, doing something you always wanted to do. Like, I think last year I picked up skating. I just always wanted to like be a, like I was in robots or some shit. Nice. <laughs> and like, that's me connecting with my inner child. Just by doing that, I'm healing certain things that I didn't know even need to be healed. And all of a sudden you meet yourself in this space where you can do shadow work because you're connected with yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Uh, most importantly, patience. You got to take your time. Don't, this is a marathon. Life is a marathon, not a race with learning about yourself. I mean, it's, it's supposed to be a beautiful thing. And even with beautiful things, it, it gets a little shitty sometimes. You know what I mean? But just take your time uh, and read. Like there's so much information in books and, and even start like a book club, like, read a book with your friends or something like that and then like talk about it because you want you want your brain to to develop that that thinking to think on your own like does this align with me no it doesn't okay why get get inquisitive not judgmental about yourself and others yeah i like that well mine's would be mine's is, is, is basically gonna be be a little selfish and mm-hmm. I'm saying that with your with your energy and your time. You don't have to you don't have to pop out every time somebody invites you somewhere. You can stay home on your off days. You don't always have to be the life of the party. Like she said, read a book or something. Keep your energy for yourself sometimes because you don't need to share that with some with everybody. And sometimes you need a full recharge. You might need 200 percent So you might need more than that. So just, yeah, just be a little selfish. And for the people that's coming out of the relationships, try to be a little patient. If you're trying to get your freak on, then get your freak on and let it, but make sure you clear on what it is because y'all can't be, y'all can't be jumping in with the next person and they want to be with somebody, but you just want to get your freak on. Be upfront mm-hmm. and honest and let people know what they're getting into before they get into it so they have the option not to get into it. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's what, that's what I got to say. I want to thank y'all for, for tuning in with us today, coming in, coming by the Zoom, or popping up to your living rooms and bedrooms, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the ambiance going. I appreciate y'all.